but as I'm going to mention later, I'll mention it right now quickly. Things are a little bit changing because of the situation. Um, there's an interesting and probably important uh, fact that we should all know that research has turned up that with females, the younger a fe- younger that a female experiences arousal, sexual arousal, the earlier, I mean, the, the more of a, a higher, I guess you say, sociosexuality index she's going to have. And in case you're not familiar with socio sociosexuality, it's the it's the um, kind of the amount of casual sex tolerance that you have, or promiscuity. We would put we would put it uh, so higher promiscuity with the younger, um, and also just openness to all sexual things, basically. So, my I'm afraid that and that research, by the way, was done about 2006. I'm afraid that. A lot of our girls these days are being exposed. You know, the average exposure here in the U.S. is about, you know, 10, age 10 to age 13. And by the way, that's, again, kind of coming right up there to the puberty time period or in the puberty time period. So it's a bad combination. I think we're getting more young females that are finding themselves enmeshed in pornography than we ever had before. And it's because of the exposures, I think, that they're getting at young ages that are unnatural most of the things we're talking about here are unnatural goes against our sexual nature basically um that are you know putting us into these situations where we we have many more maybe future uh female porn ad- addictions than we would have had in the past if that makes sense desire for casual sex on the on the, on the male's part and many males although not all of them many males wanting multiple partners if 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 they're available Women should, girls and women should know that right off the bat. But to put it another way, uh, a men's bonding response is more complex than women's. Then what I mean by that is that the the chemical process is more complex. Men have a chemical in, in, in great degree, more than the women do, called vasopressin. And for a man to bond, um, most men to bond at least, vasopressin has to be in the brain long enough in order to create receptors and then lock now what we're talking about here is men need vasopressin dopamine and testosterone in order to bond and in your typical hookup situation there's plenty of testosterone going on there uh your typical casual early sex you know early sex compared to the beginning of the relationship uh and when when a young man has that situation where he's having sex with, with one girl, maybe on the first date, and then maybe two nights later, he has another girl that he's having sex with right off the bat. Vasopressin, which is the bonding chemical uh, for males, never is, is kept in the brain long enough to create these receptors. So what needs to happen, and again, this is biblical, and it's also you know old school uh, tradition, uh, the dating, the uh, courtship, the... Um, you know, chaste, uh, people get mad at me sometimes for using that word, but chaste um, relationship between the young man and the young woman, the situation where he's opening the door for her, you know, and they're going to movies, they're going to dinners. They're doing all these things where they're around each other. He's extremely um, attracted to her, but they're not going to bed. They're not having sex. That's what happens as far as that's what's needed. Romance is needed, required, I guess you'd say, by most young men in order to fall in love, to bond, okay? Because the vasopressin then, if this is a vasopressin receptor, million times bigger than it actually is, 
the vasopressin in his brain because he's been around her. They haven't had sex. He hasn't had an orgasm, which the, the chemicals from the orgasm, you know, your serotonin, your oxytocin, your opioids wash the vasopressin out. Again, again, the way the way we've been made, I think there's a purpose there. Anyway, the vasopressin isn't in his brain long enough to create these receptors and then the molecule bonding actually with it, locking, docking with it. And for him to to create that first bond and kind of get territorial about her because that's that's what vasopressin does. One of the one of the things it does. Now, when the vasopressin does that, when it happens, then that secondary bonding takes place. So it's a two-stage situation with with the males. Um, oxytocin, which he has as well, but which is is antagonistic to testosterone. And if the testosterone levels are too high, the oxytocin bonding can't take place. When he bonds vasopressin-wise, the testosterone drops. In fact, uh, every time a male commits on any level, his testosterone drops. So, boyfriend, I mean, girlfriend, boyfriend, you know, engagement, marriage, and then it drops a lot when they have children. If they handle the children, if if they're if they're holding the children, that type of thing. So, he once the once the vasopressin lock takes place then his oxytocin can come swing into action so he bonds again doubly there and that's when you have a properly bonded male with a female 